Not funny, haha, -ha, funny queer. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Is that what I think it is? The red fucking scare. Pretty boy. Johnny Scotch. Doing it once again. Do I sound like shit? You're looking at me like uh, you can't hear me. What's going on, Scotch? I think it's uh, I think it's hard to say with uh, the audio. It sounded low, but I guess we'll see how this all rolls out. Um, and plays down the line, you know? It's, it's been one of those weeks, so this is uh, the fit to, rough. This, this fits the scene, you know? This is absolutely what I think, this is what I expected, you know? I, I expected to come back into our makeshift studio and see Mitzi with his thumb up his ass, like, hey, Mitzi, let's try this uh, intro, let's try to roll it out a little longer. Make sure you got the mics in the right volume set. Let's make sure everybody's potted up where they need to be. Man. But I don't know what I was expecting. I fucking should just go eat my fucking Campbell's soup, call it a day, and, and move on about my life. How about you, sweetness? What kind of what kind of, what kind of Campbell's soup do you do? You, do you tomato soup? Do you chicken noodle? What's your, what's your game? Fucking chicken and stars, bro. Because I'm a star. Well, I know you're a star, but you are. So I guess you are what you eat. Is that kind of one of those things going on here? Yeah, I don't know. Campbell's soup. I don't even go for Campbell's soup anymore. I'm an adult. I, I, it's not even, I, it's not my thing anymore. I make my own soup. That's that. Yeah, that's it. I'm a, cr I'm a, cre I'm a creamy soup guy. You know, I like my clam chowders. I like uh, cheddar ale soup. I, I like that stuff. Like I don't have, and if I get sick, it's straight to the egg drop. That's it. Go to my local China food place, get egg drop, live my life peacefully. China food, huh? That's what we're calling it? Well, the place is called Taste of China. They sell food. China food. Guess that makes sense. Oh, that's interesting. So you tell me, what's uh, what's been going on in your life? Well, I knew that we were uh, going to uh, be taking a little time off. So a couple Saturdays ago, I kind of went on a bender. Me and the lady went for a couple of drinks and turned into a few more drinks. And um, we just had ourselves a night. Ended up at some fucking club, which I was not anticipating. I had my mask on the whole time. But for some reason, I don't know. Maybe it, it has to be me because I get into fucking things with just people wherever I go, which is why I don't like going out because eventually either I piss somebody off or somebody pisses me off and then it turns into something, whether it's arguing or calling somebody a motherfucker or me getting upset and calling or somebody not liking the stinky face look that I have, you know? I find this very very hard to believe and very surprising to me that that you would have issues out in public with with people. I mean, you're you're a kind hearted gentleman that is easy to get along with. You're you're open to understanding of people's concerns and problems and opinions. And so I can only imagine that uh, as you and your lady are getting, I believe the proper term is turned up uh, in a club that somebody Probably slipped you the stink eye, 
gave you gave you a give you a bad wink something I, I don't know and, and and just really caused you to just flip your shit well that's the whole thing I, these days i don't really flip my shit anymore i'm more like i guess it's a combination of probably having a little bit too much to drink and now that i'm older my memory and awareness is getting a little spotty because all of a sudden I'm like having a couple of drinks. I, I ran into an old friend at the bar. She and I and my lady and my buddy who we were with. We're all doing, you know, now it's shot time and, you know, getting a little bit loose, hit the dance floor, bust a move, you know, a little foot loose, a little Kevin Bacon, maybe throw a, like a how's your mother in there. Um, and all of a sudden, like, I guess I come to like my, uh, my awareness kicks back in and I'm grabbing this guy, this bald headed man, and he's grabbing me and we're like, bro. And I catch myself calling him a motherfucker. And I'm like, ah, you know, and I, while I'm holding this guy, like about to choke him the fuck out, I asked him, I was like, what are we fighting about? Like, I just had a, this lucid moment where I'm thinking, wait a minute, I don't know what's going on, but I'm reacting as if I know what the fuck is going on. So I figured, hey, I might as well get some clarification in the moment. Like, I don't want to do anything too crazy because I'm just catching myself. I, you know, I come too. Did he at least I respond? Asked, I asked the guy, what are we fighting about? <laughs> <laughs> bro yeah because yeah, it's loud sure. music is playing you got james brown in the background what are, what are we are, is this a real thing what are we fighting about he looks at me dead in my eye and he says i don't know and we start laughing our fucking heads off all of a sudden the the, the death grip that he's got on my shoulder loosens I unhand him and we just start laughing and laughing and laughing. So this guy that apparently my lady and my buddy who, you know, were about to kill, like this guy's about to get jumped because he's, he's, he's by himself. We're laughing our fucking heads off in the middle of this club. And everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? You know, this strange thing about this. This is not the first time this has happened. What? I've talked myself out of these type of weird situations all the time where all of a sudden we're hugging and we're laughing. And I got pictures of this guy with this other buddy of mine. And they're just laughing, throwing their thumbs up. The weirdest fucking situations I get myself into. All of a sudden, this is how I make my friends. This guy's a homie now. He's a guy's are tight. Now we're tight. Question for you though: Are you are you like one of those guys that, that like drinks? You know, he's out with out out with your old lady drinking, and maybe you see some guy, maybe eyeing your girl, like, and, and you get jealous, and that's where it snaps. Like nothing, nothing's even done. You just have no, to catch somebody, no, no, maybe no. Un, untoward glances. No, no I, as far as that type of dynamic, it's not. It's not even about me being so secure with my lady about like, oh, she's not doing anything like that. I just like, even if somebody were to hit on her, I, I don't really give a shit. Really, like, I, I it's more like if you were to disrespect her or be Dude, rude to different. her or yeah. hurt her feelings, 
I, and then we're not talking. I'm not asking what we're fighting about. That's a, that's like okay. You just signed um, the declaration of war, and there's no coming back for that till somebody dies. Right. So in that regard, no. If somebody were to like, if somebody were to hit on her, as long as he's not touching her, grabbing her ass, or being like a like a total pig. Yeah, anybody could be like, oh, I think you're hot or even giving her the eye. That's fine. I don't care. Right. Especially if she's not like standing right next to you and it's obvious that you guys are together because then again, that's disrespectful to you and that could be a sign of declaration of war. But if she's like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab a couple drinks at the bar and somebody hits on her. Like, they don't know what's up. That's where it's on. It's it's on the woman to be like, oh, thank you, but... I'm with this fire ass ginger over here, you know, that type of thing. You definitely have not met my lady because she would not uh, uh, one say <laughs> no and two say I'm a fire ass ginger. I'm convinced she thinks I'm a schmuck, but um But you're her schmuck. Schmuck. Yeah, but I'm hers. So what are you gonna do? No, I don't really get uh, jealous like that. Like my uh my brother, God rest his soul, when he was a he would always climb up on her and you know i got friends that are just you know they're really close and it's almost uncomfortable and then there have been times where people that we don't really know too well will look at me and be like is that okay what they're doing over there i was like oh yeah canoodling in the corner by themselves pretending like nobody sees them yeah i don't care yeah that's fine that's that's old news no, I've just I, I seen it when I used, it used to bounce. It was it was funny because I would sit there in bars and you I could see it just completely start to unfold. And it really depends on one of two ways. The type of drunk the guy is. And yeah, yeah. probably the type of person the woman is as well, because how they respond and react and how that person responds. I've seen, I've seen people start fights just because somebody looked at somebody and didn't even say nothing, just looked over and glanced, and it's like, why you eyeball my woman? And it's like, dude, didn't even know she, there's nothing. She's not wearing a shirt that's like, I'm with this dickhead over here. She's just standing in a bar. You know, you're not even right next to her. You're over here talking to your bros, and she's talking to her girlfriends. It's not obvious that you guys are a couple, and somebody throws a glance, and all of a sudden, oh, now, now whoa, I'm going to go over there and a yeah, my machismo on. Let me puff my chest, and you know I got no. That's 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 for uh, that's for kids. insecure. That's for insecure dickheads. I, I'm I'm just a insecure I'm just, putz. I'm just a dickhead. So it has nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just a dickhead. I'm not insecure. Uh, um, yeah, that doesn't really bother. I don't care about that. Um, I know her character now. We've been together for so long. I know her character. She knows mine, which is why she's weary of, you know, but then again, uh, I've, I've settled down a lot, even though I was wrestling a guy that I didn't even know I was wrestling on, on a Saturday when I shouldn't have been drinking in the first place. The reason I bring it up is <clears throat> because I guess um, I smoked so many cigarettes that night that I made my, I gave myself like a respiratory infection <laughs> and I have, and, and it's been, it's been here. Uh, I'm still going through it. Got a nasal thing going. I'm not feeling too hot, but I was paranoid, so I got myself a COVID test. I was convinced that I had COVID. You have to. I thought. I thought. Okay, I wrestled some dude. He was definitely in my face. I breathed his machismo, and now I have COVID. 
So finally, I got the COVID test last week, and I'm all good. So at least that's uh, one less thing to worry about. Well, that's the shitty thing about COVID is now, you know, you have a wet fart, and it's like, oh, shit, is that one of the symptoms? Then you go get a test. I I stubbed my toe. Fuck. Off to CVS for my rapid test. Yeah. That's right. I stubbed my toe because I was confused. Oh, that's a symptom of COVID. That that's just it. You know, this this past week, week and a half, I've been dealing with with sicknesses. Uh, you know, the kid went back to school. That started. He's there. You know, I think it was during the last live show that we did. Came in and I was like, oh, you know, wife hands a note. Oh, son's got a hundred and two temperature. Awesome. Go get him checked out. You know, it turns out to be a sore throat. They give him a COVID test. That comes back negative. Give him a strep test, although it looks like strep in his mouth. Not that's negative. Oh, well, there's one other thing that has these that's mono. Let's give him that test. Oh, no, that it's, it's not mono. That came back negative. So, what is it? Oh, it's just a virus. The fuck, three tests later, three days of, uh, of, of fevers up and down, and all we come back is, ah, it's just a virus. It'll pass. Oh, well, it's good. That's good. You don't get an antibiotic for that? You don't get it? No, a- there's nothing. There's nothing for that. It's just, uh, it's got to run its course, buddy. It's, it's not a bacteria. It's, bug. it's just, just gotta, we used to chalk that up as, Oh, you got the bug. Here's got, some chicken noodle soup. Here's some stars. Yeah, that that's that Sweat was it. it. But then but then the daughter, after he gets better, gets it for like a day and a half, right? And the whole time mom is up and down, not sleeping, dealing with both the kids. And then come Friday night, we're sitting there eating, and you know, she's feeling tired and worn down. She's like, I can't taste this food. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Oh that's, shit. That's the COVID talk. Is that is that is that what it is? The co- she's like, I can't smell it. She's like, it's weird. Like I could drink orange juice and I feel the tanginess on my tongue, but I can't taste like the orange juice. That's oh, fuck. They All say right. they say that's a that's a sign. You, that's you, you a sign. Lose your smell, lose your taste. You're yep. fucked. So off the off the CVS I go and they sell the the rapid test there now, the bin bin max or whatever it is. Rapid test. So I go get that comes with two in there first test negative second test negative okay so schedule one at walgreens for you know can't get in because cases are rising so two days later and it, it ends up being like she's got this like just normal sinus infection thing that is affecting mm-hmm. her taste and smell like she's the taste and smell she's like if i breathe out i can taste it but it's like actually on my tongue i did it not COVID at all but again, because every symptom is just, oh, yeah, I better get checked for COVID. Could be COVID. Yep. Ah, fucking grandmother's got Alzheimer's. Has she been tested for COVID? That's one of the symptoms. It's, you can't it, remember. You can't remember. Can't remember if I got the test or not. It's fucked. So now here we are just living the life of, uh, like I said, wet fart, dry stool, itchy ass. Could be COVID. Don't know. You have to go get a test have to and now with the new strain coming strain number three this is the this is the scotch update here for you the pandemic that continues part three of this two and a half or what was it two years now mini series year and a half i don't know watch out for the moo virus or the woo virus i think it's moo m-u that's a yeah that's a that's a new Greek variant. letter. So yeah, uh, Delta Mu. <laughs> Delta, Delta Mu guy pie. Yeah, exactly. Now I can't even order Mu shoe pork because you don't even know. 
Maybe no. I'm not going to do anything with mooing it. I guess eat Chinese food and go get a COVID test. Or Mexican food, Indian food, doesn't matter. Just get a cut. Just can we just make it part of our daily lives now? Just every day on the way home from work. Honey, I'm just gonna stop and get a rapid. Be done with it. Just toss one off in the shower and go get a rapid. Wrist is a little sore. Could be could be COVID. Toss one off in the shower, Scotch. What do you want me to say? Make stomach pancakes? That ain't right. Clean it up. Clean it up. This is a PG-14 show, all right? Let me step it up. I thought the 14 was for the, the joke content. Sorry. You just got I just caught the bug. Gee whiz. You caught the bug. Right, let's put this up your ass. Make sure you're not dying. It's just a bug. Maybe. Could be. Uh, speaking of something going right up your ass and uh, catching something. Um, you got a lot of things going on. Um, things are happening in the news. Um, people are dying. Yo, what's going on here? Come on, your Omar's coming, man. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess if you know what that is. They say that is the uh, that was ranked as the number one rated show of all time. I don't know who does these rankings, but I hear this a lot. I don't think you were a fan of The Wire. I don't think you've even watched. It's probably, the Wire. To, to answer your first question, I think it's probably someone like me that does the rankings, who's actually never seen these shows. They just probably, hey, this I, I think this is what the youth of today would like. Let's go ahead and I, I'm going to give this a number four. I'm going to rank this at four. No, you know what? I like Farmer in the Dell. Number one, number one. <laughs> That's probably how it is. No, I don't know what the wire is. I thought that was Trevor Trevor Noah's show. Is, oh, that, is that not the wire? I, I, I don't watch Trevor Noah. I think he's not funny. But um, this show, I actually watched late, like I do everything else. I just started watching Seinfeld. Not a huge fan. I got through the wire. It was good. Not great. Um, the concept of it was fantastic, but it was this character, Omar Little, played by uh, Michael K. Williams, which was one of the most fascinating things I had ever seen in a TV show. The Wire is set in Baltimore with the uh, uh, the first season is about drugs, and then they expand it. They keep on branching out as far as what the story is. First, it's about the drug scene, then it's about um, the cops, and then it's about the municipalities, and then they bring into the longshoremen, how they're involved in this whole scandal of you know drug crime, blah, 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 in this series. But the most interesting part about it was this character named Omar Little. And it was basically just like this vigilante badass that wasn't really a part of a gang, wasn't really a drug lord. He would just do whatever the fuck he wanted. And the whole thing in the show was, even if the baddest motherfucker was standing out on the street, you would hear, Omar's coming, and everybody would scatter. The thing about this is, the character was this openly gay, like, crazy son of a bitch. So one minute, he'd be 
running up on a motherfucker and, and throwing a shotgun in his face. And all, then the next minute, he'd be grabbing his little twink boyfriend and making out with him on a, on a car in front of everybody. Yin and Yang. It, it was dynamic. It was awesome. And this guy, Michael, uh, Michael K. Williams, was just so fucking good at it that he parlayed this um, role into a pretty sweet career. The sad thing is, he passed away yesterday um, from what's suspected to be a drug overdose. We don't know if it's fentanyl, if it's heroin. So he's a method actor. I don't know if he's a method actor, but he's a fucking... I'm sorry, meth actor, not method. Meth, meth, uh, you could call it a meth actor, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's too bad because the guy was super good. He was in uh, the uh, Bessie Smith biopic with uh, Queen Latifah. He, was, uh, he had his own series on Vice called Black Market. He was in Edward Gordon's recent project, Motherless Brooklyn. He was just a fucking good actor. And I feel like... He elevated. He was one of those guys that just elevated everything that he was in. It was all everything that he was in, but just fucking good. He got it, and unfortunately, oh, he got it. Seems like he might. He might have had a uh, a drug problem and uh, died at fifty-four. Michael K. Williams. It's too bad. It's oh my lack of empathy. This sucks. It's hard because I'm like, if it turns out that it was a drug overdose, which they found paraphernalia, according to the, the reports. I mean, although the autopsy report hasn't come back um, and it turns out he uh, died of an overdose. Uh, too bad. So sad. I guess uh, they'll find somebody else to fill his shoes. Doesn't affect me either way. I, I, I it's the same way I felt about uh, when they said, Oh, uh, Kurt Cobain shot himself. Yeah. Don't care. Shot himself. Took the easy way out. Nairo Dean took the easy way out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he didn't have kids. I don't know. I didn't read much. Um, was he? Was he? Was he married? Did he have a family? I don't think so. No. Well, then this will be a lot easier on everybody. We'll just <laughs> just move along. You know, get a couple flowers out by his uh, his condo there in, in New York and. We'll have a memorial. They'll flash his picture on the BET awards. You know, they'll do the life in you know, a little in memorandum. Your compassion and, and your heart is what I, I admire most about you. I just, I, I don't, I, you even, don't if it, even if it was somebody I knew and it, and it, it like, like and I followed their show and I was like, oh, this guy was a great actor. No, I mean, but he I mean, sucked at his drug use, and that's kind of what a selfish prick. Oh, deed when there was people waiting for perhaps another season of The Wire, I don't know, whatever his next thing is, maybe he was going to be the next Black Panther. Who knows? We will never know what his next role would have been because this motherfucker decided to take his fame and potentially, allegedly, get some shitty fentanyl or some shitty hair on. And bippity well, by, by definition, these things are pretty shitty as, as they are. Fentanyl is a part of what they call an epidemic in this country. Sure, 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 sure. That, that, I mean, that is well, what. The, don't don't get me wrong. I didn't spend a lot of time on this. Um, I like the guy. It's one of those, but you know, it's one of those guys where you feel like you find. You know, it's, remember like back in the day when you would have like 
you would, you would be listening to you'd find one rock band or one group or some type of song yeah. and you were like nobody knows about this but me and then all of a sudden like a month down the line somebody else you hear it somewhere else you're like oh oh that guy's cool because he knows about this secret yeah absolutely like that secret thing and then all of a sudden it blows up you're like oh i knew about it when yeah it That's was good kind of- it was good back then when the milk was still cold no, but you you could take this pride that you were in on the ground floor of something that turned out to be a big thing. That's how I feel uh, Michael K. Williams is because you saw him in this role and you see him like as like the Buster Rhymes of, of, of this whole group cast of characters. And you're like, that guy's got to break out eventually because he's just way too good just to be on this show. And all of a sudden you see him in this and that and you're like, fucking, the guy made it. Here he That's goes. Awesome. You Here take he goes. Pride. You take pride in these sort of things. So, uh, so when it doesn't work out, as far as like being alive, it sucks. It's a bummer. I, 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 I can relate. I don't know if you've heard of this band, Static X. Uh, they were big a while back. Um, I saw them open up for another band that I went and saw. They were nobodies. Um, but I remember looking at my friend, and I was like, "Dude, these dudes are good. These these guys got it." You will hear their day. Oh, no, dude, they're they're just a gimmick. They're da, da, da. no, 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 no. And then like, I don't know, maybe three years later, two years later, they come out with their album, Wisconsin Death Trip. And it's it's like fire They're 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 It's the big industrial scene of the 90s. Everybody's loving it. And then it was what, 2000, I don't know, 16, 17, somewhere around there. Wayne Static. Dead of a drug overdose. And I'm like, well, that was short lived. Good luck, buddy. It sucks, but I don't know. You fucking same thing with Scott Whalen. I mean, I didn't know STP before they got big, but you did drugs. You stopped doing drugs. You came back. You were clean. You realized your music sucked because you're not on drugs. You went back to doing drugs, forgot how to do drugs, and now you're dead. Gee whiz. Too bad. So sad. I mean, I've some cold shit, Scott. Is it? I mean, am I supposed to have sympathy for people who who OD on drugs? Am I supposed to? Yeah. Why? They were just trying to have a. They were just trying to have a little fun, and it, and it went awry. You you have something with your your beef isn't with the people that did drugs and and they just did a little too much to send them over the edge. Your beef is with shit going awry. No, my beef I, is, and I and I believe Dave Mustaine of Megadeth said it best. Mankind has got to know his limitations. Go do your drugs. No, I mean, but you like, wait a little yeah, bit man, for shit to kick in. You know, wait a little mankind bit. Mankind celebrates in. excess. We celebrate somebody going, like stepping on the edge and uh, toying with a little disaster. We, you know, we're like, oh, this guy, this guy's living. That's what, what most people would say. And then all of a sudden you just live a little too much on the wrong day. You can't come back from it. Oh no! I, I don't have I don't I don't have uh, disdain for that. I feel bad for that. I, I I don't because in my in my narcotic use days, there was times when I'd be laying there going to bed, and you know now you're old, you get a pain, you're like ah, oh, it's old age. But you're laying there and you're 22, and you know you've you've been raging, and all of a sudden there's like a little little strain in your heart, and you're like oh, this is fucking it, huh? This is this is where it happens. This is the one. Yeah. One line too many. Way to go, Nick. You're gonna fucking Chris Farley it right here, huh? That's great. Yeah. Did you ever do coke? You did. Yeah. Coke? You did. 
Dude, I was I was on meth for like seven years. How'd that go? I walked away from it. I was just done. I hated fucking tweakers. I hated them. Absolutely fucking hate them. Now I fuck with them everywhere I go. I have no remorse for them. It turned out like I was basically didn't know this, but I was self-medicating my ADD by when doing meth. Like I would I would I would do meth with with people. And they would be all talk, 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 scratch, scratch, pick, pick. And I'm over here going, fuck, can you guys just shut up? I actually feel normal. I feel like a normal motherfucker right now. And I just wanted to smoke a little, a uh, little, what, what do you call it? Angel dust? What is that? Smoke some shit, smoke some speed, whatever. Angel dust is a little different. That's different. I never, I never did that or heroin. I never did heroin because I was afraid I was going to like it and end up like fucking Scott oh, Whalen yeah. dead. I'm saving my heroin to, until I start getting Alzheimer's. And then. Yeah, that's when you try. That's on. when you do it. But, you, you know, it's you walk away from it. And now, like, there's times where I'll be at the store and my wife knows my past. I'm, I'm an open book. Shit. I'm open book here. Sitting there and, and, and just seeing them all doing the fucking twitchy, you know, thing because they're all twacked out and then i'll sit right behind him in the line and just kind of be like what's that do to them it's fucking because dude wait when you're up for so long they have what you know a lot of people refer to as shadow monsters because they're they're they're, they're tired their body is physically tired but their heart and mind is hearing things oh dude they're 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 you're constantly hearing things that you get that paranoia right from being up for so long you you're, you're seeing shadow you know a legit shadow move and you're like the fuck the fuck the, you know, paranoia said I, I i fucking love it whatever do your drugs just know that there's somebody on the other side who doesn't give a fuck if you od just don't come here for your sympathy you might get it from one side of the show but no but know this i ain't putting flowers on your grave what about people that just kill themselves Took that the actually easy. like set up a set up a like a like they 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 set up a day where it's like okay tomorrow's the day I'm gonna go get myself a uh, this I'm gonna go do this and then I'm gonna just fucking end eat it. the silver salad yeah that that's what do you think about that I think hey that's on you you're your own person it's your own life don't don't ask me for sorrow I mean look God forbid if something happened to somebody in my family where they had I would hope that being open and talking about stuff as frank as I as I am. You know, I have an open dialogue. Like I would hate for fucking anything to happen. I would probably be destroyed if, if God forbid, one of my kids took their life or something like that from bullying or some shit. Yeah, that that shit's sad. And that's where normal people. Hey, you want you want to take your if you're an adult and you want to take your life. That sucks. Uh, you know, hopefully you don't. But that's you just that's your decision. That ain't on me. That's that's on you. I'll, I'll talk to I'll listen to you. I'll talk to you. But if it's in your head that, you know, just fuck it, this world ain't for me, I'm done. There you go, buddy. Have at it. Go do that over there so you don't get my clothes dirty. You do that shit over there. I, it's, it's, it's very weird. I don't have, I'm very unempathetic in life. I've, I've always been. It's amazing. My wife even stays with me. So I just don't have empathy towards anybody. Yeah, you do. I guess my immediate, my immediate family, like you. If you would have got punched in the face at that club, I'd have been like, oh, Ted, that sucks. Probably deserved you it. You would have jumped in and beat the shit out of him? If I was there, that's a different story. Because yeah. I'd have been turned yeah. up with you. That would have been a whole different thing. It would have been fucking. As the great Axel Rose once said, welcome to the jungle. You going to yeah. die. Yeah, You're that's. Die. 
that's that's it. But I'm there. But hearing about it later, like, you know, like when you get those calls from somebody you met, like a couple times, maybe a friend of somebody else's and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Mary called. You remember remember Bob? Oh, yeah, yeah. His dad died. And you're like, mm. OK, like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, that, that sucks. Circle of life. I don't I don't know. Like, fuck. <laughs> it's so awkward to me. Like. It, it sucks. I mean, but. You know, Are you willing to talk about what, what's been going on with you and your personal life in the last couple of weeks? Or do you not want to get into it? I mean, I, I can I can talk about it. I mean, I think that it's it's it's. I mean, it's all medical. Because I have, a, I have a question about how I reacted when I heard what was going on. And I actually well, let me before I get into it. Uh, what's going on? What do you mind? Or no, do no, you, no, I'll, 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 I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell it out. So, you know, my dad is, is 70, uh, 71 now. And you know, uh, five, he was 72. Uh, no, or yeah, no, he turned 72 on August 29th. Yes. 72. So on, go with it. Go with the program. Probably about five, six years ago, he had open heart surgery. It's been great. Everything's been great after that. You know, one of those done healed up no issues um so you know as you're as you become a senior you start going to see more and more doctors they start looking at other things um so it turned out that he had to have his uh, carotid arteries cleared out you know the left and right side standard routine surgery that happens in sun city with the older folks all the time um so he had one done no issues um on the 16th of this month he had the other one done no issues with this surgery comes a potential that you could have a, uh, a mini stroke or a TIA that they call it, where now that you have these arteries opened up, a piece of plaque can come from somewhere else and cause a mini stroke. Well, he had a mini stroke, nothing that uh, impaired his, his features, his ability to talk just at the time of doing it. It was so minimal, but it was, it was, it was, it was scary at that time. So had a little stint in the hospital and, you know, me and my brothers realized that we have to get some things in order so we can stay on top of other things. Uh, but all said, after taking him to the emergency room, showing up there the next day, it was like nothing even happened. He was 100% back to normal, but it was just that scare of what did happen. So... Mm -hmm. That's, uh, you know, last week, uh, that and with my kids being sick and my wife, it was, last week was just, I don't know if you want to call it a shit show, but it was just a plethora of everything that could, that could go wrong. It was just happening. Everything was happening. So now here we are today, back, back, back at the live show. And uh, yeah, when I told you, I'm you were like, so can we do the show on Thursday? Yeah, fucking. Well, I'm, that's um, exactly why I'm asking <laughs> because I, 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 my initial reaction, can I read what, because I was getting on you about posting the fucking show oh, and yeah. you, and <laughs> can I read the text? Yeah, yeah you can read. <laughs> I said, I said, where the fuck is the show? And you said, when I get to it, I'm not at home. And I said, well, fuck Friday, I guess. And this is a quote. I am sorry. This is from Scotch. Quote, I'm sorry. I was dealing with a sick kid and now I'm sitting in a fucking hospital because my dad had a stroke. 
get a fucking computer so this shit doesn't does not solely depend on me. So the fucking show and all of its mastery can fucking wait. <laughs> so, that uh, sounds like me. I will I will confirm yeah. that that is a quote from me. That sounds like something I would say. Well, that's definitely you. I'd never used the um, word mastery, but I felt it was there. Well, funny that you say that because I don't know if you remember my response. Ten, this is sent at 1.33 p.m. At 1.43 p.m., you get a response. Mastery? <laughs> after after uh, I hear that your, your kid is sick, uh, could be dying, and your dad is in the hospital with a stroke, my first thought was mastery. I knew you cared. Yep. Um, and response. So I think for the next week, I really kind of I felt bad about like I thought that was funny to not uh, address the, that, that your dad's like possibly dying in the hospital, and that I would just uh, go go straight for the kill. But then I felt so bad about it that I kind of laid it on thick every time I every time I talked to you after that that I was. Uh, yeah, extra like, fucking emotions that you've never yeah. had. Yeah. Like just extra, yeah. buddy, are you okay? Yeah, Put Ted back doing? on the phone. Get this fucking guy off. <laughs> Don't be t- asking me if yeah. Oh, I, 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 dude, immediately it was like it was hard not to like us and be like, do you care? Do you care? Because I get it. I get it. There is no direct emotional tie to the, anything that is happening to me, to you. You and I have. No, our- that's not true. I know that I'm supposed to care. So mentally, I could get that I could get that wheel turning and go, okay, here's what I'm supposed to act like. Now I gotta get involved. Because I want to be a good friend. Yeah, be a, good a, good fr- a good friend would have been like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna upload this onto my fucking uh my phone here and I'm gonna try to edit it as best as I can. And I'm going to shoot the show live. You take care of your pops. Fuck off. That's what I expected. But you were more. Oh, come on. I, don't, I, I told you I'm, this is what I'm supposed to. I don't care that much. You know, <laughs> fuck yourself. I'll get to it when I get to it, dipshit. That's what I was saying is that, uh, oh, I, that should have been my response was, oh, now the show is important. Now it is because we missed Friday. And all 13 listeners are going to be up in arms. Our inbox is probably going to be flooded with where is the show that was supposed to happen on Friday? But nope, it was quiet. So, hey, as far as I'm concerned, everything worked out. Everything worked out. We got a best of show. We've been doing this for almost 15 years. Of course, we got some best of shit that we could throw right up. And that show was a good one. That was like one of the old school ones, like. That's some shit that we were holding back to make the people that don't sign up to Patreon pay for. So, I mean, look, if we, I got to start releasing these jewels back to when we had the freedom to use copywritten music because we were under the guise of a radio station, like that was that was really good. I mean, oh, Studio F sound quality, like it was legit in the same room, feeding off each other's just just oral love. It was awesome. It was good times, but now look at us. Look at us. Here we are doing the comfort of our own studio. Yeah, yeah, it works out great. Fucking Mitzi fingering himself in the corner. Mitzi doing his deal. Fucking man, he's getting using all the equipment we got. You know when we 
tried to go back and get some people out of Afghanistan. We're like, hey, we better take this uh, radio equipment, bring that back. That seems like it's top notch. We'll use that for our show. So we're over here using a fucking ham radio to broadcast the show. Sometimes you pick up some airline signals. I don't know, some drive-through orders. Just really right, rambling. Moving right along. What else is going on? Let's talk about Let's bring something else into the conversation. I will. I absolutely will. And you know what that is? And this is something I, I actually saw this story. It's your story, but I'm going to hijack it because you're probably the person that could probably be the closest related to this story without being an asshole, if that makes sense. And I'll try to, I'll try to I break take it, it as a compliment, break it down. So you put this story up here that I found was interesting because I, I don't know about you, but you know, a lot of us grew up watching, you know, dog, the bounty hunter, right? I love that show. I love watching him pepper spray people in the face was one of the reasons I loved watching cops. Anytime I can see someone get pepper sprayed or tased, I'm there. Um, so, you know, I like, I like dog and Beth and the kid Leland, all of those guys. And then he had this thing, you know, has a pass to use the N word. And I thought, you know what? I have some questions. This is up your alley. This is up my alley because, you know, some people feel they have a pass to use the G word. And I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's along the same lines. Yeah. We, we call that everybody. What? Oh, because, it, yeah, that's right. It relates to white people, so there is no safety rules for them. No, no, I'm not I'm talking about white people. I'm talking about everybody has feels like they have a pass uh, to use the G word because they're not aware that you need a pass to use it. Oh. this is. I mean, I'm digressing. I'm talking about ginger bullshit. But, well, uh, we'll get into that because yeah. it ties in directly because, sure does. you know, Dog said in an interview that I was so nice enough to find your clip and play for you. Um, and I want to, I want, you know, I want to talk about this because I, I think he brings Let, Let's, let's hear what he said. Let's hear, shall we? Of course. Fucking Mitzi. Is this really? God damn it. Oh my God. You're an asshole. I hate you, Scotch. I hate you, Mincy. Well, let me ask you about that. That that moment 15 years ago. Yes, sir. That phone call with your son. Correct. You were using language, and over six times during that call, you used the N-word. Yes, sir. Why were you using that word so freely? Well, I thought I had a pass in the black tribe to use it, kind of like Eminem. Who gave you the pass? The brothers. Who were the brothers? I had just, you know, gotten out of prison in 19... Okay. Negro. <laughs> That's what he should have said right after he said, the, 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 "Who gave you that pass?" The brothers. Shit, Negro. That's all you got to say. Let's clarify that he was talking to Kevin Frazier, a black man, um, and he, Kevin Frazier is looking at him, smiling, asking him, "And who are the brothers? <laughs> who, who are these? Mister Dog, Mister the Bounty Hunter." Uh, please tell me who those guys are. Um, take it away, Scott. <laughs> I mean, I just I, 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 I have my take on this. I thought it was I thought it was funny because for, first it was that response, right? The and who are these brothers? And that yeah. came and so that threw dog back, and then he had to go into his. Well, I served you know, eighteen months in a hardcore Texas with the. In the, in the prison with these uh with the with the African group that click 
that I was part of. They were actually the ones that taught me how to do my, my extensions and weave. And uh, they gave me the pass. The problem is, is that when I got out, uh, no one, no one called me up and was like, yo dog, your pass is expired because you're out of this Texas penitentiary. So he's yeah. just, he's yeah, just running around. Revoked. No one it called just, me. Yeah. And I thought, that, expiration date. I thought that was interesting. And then when he threw out Eminem, I'm like, I don't think I've ever, I don't think Eminem has ever used the N word. No, he uses the F word all the time. I mean, that's a different fight. But I, I don't. I can't recall him ever using the N word. No, I know. I think you know that I know black people. I know black people. That's why I thought this was right up your alley because you don't even. I've never heard you use the word. And it's funny that you should say that because several years ago I was hanging with one of my best friends and he actually, I don't know where it came from, but he turned to me, we were hanging out. I think we were drinking. He's like, and he gave me that quizzical look like now that I think of it, you know, that now that I think of it, look, now that I think of it, you've never used it. Have you? And I was like, Nope, haven't done it. Not even with the A at the end. Like, like balling, like any of that back and forth, nothing. And I was like, yeah, he was like, but you, like, we know white guys that have been given the pass because it'd be like, you know, I've been around black people, especially when I was younger. And they'd be like, oh, you're one of us. Anytime you want to drop it and like you get the permission to, and I've been given the permission by an individual to say, you want to throw it in, you throw it in. You're my but you're my N-word. Oh, you're my that's guy. so risky unless you get a shirt or a hat that says... It doesn't matter to me. It's one of those things where it's like, even if you get a pass, it's like, it's like saying, like, just because you have a license to carry a gun with a CCW, let's say you have a license to kill if you're James Bond, it doesn't mean you have to exercise it. If you know what's right and wrong, you should just stop doing it. Never use it. Put the take the right, put it in your back pocket. Hopefully, it gets shoved right up your ass eventually. By if you if you adjust the right way, and just because you have the right doesn't mean you have to use it. So I was always I always think about like people say that character is what you do when you're alone. You know how somebody is. That's not what you how do they are. Don't even fucking say that's character. That is not what you do when you're alone. <laughs> That's what tissues are for. That's and that right. builds character. Oh, you, could build, you, see, you could also build a snowman. I'm just saying. The thing if it's, cold, if it's cold outside, outside, you could if your aim's right. Hey, you let the thing sit out for a couple hours. It's going to stand up by itself no matter what. <laughs> All I'm saying is I have never, I'm uncomfortable even reciting rap lyrics. I censor myself doing that. So the thought that that white people it's always bothered me when white people get this pass because you know it's actually a thing like some guy will tell you you know you're my n-word you're one of us you're down with the brothers whatever the whatever the thing is at the time but that doesn't mean that you all of a sudden you should be doing it just because you can you have a one guy gave you the pass i mean yeah just because some dipshit that probably the rest of the community doesn't even like because he's hanging out with white people like you. Giving passes everywhere. Giving passes to white dudes. <laughs> like, just take it easy. 
just because you have it, it doesn't mean you need to use it. Give it a rest, dog. Oh, the poor guy. Movie. I just, I don't know. I, th- I think that dog. You know, maybe he needs to <laughs> Come be called, on. called up and just told. You know, it's, it's look, the other thing that he, it's funny because along these lines, like, because he lives, you know, he lived in Hawaii and you be, you're, you're watching the show, right? And all of a sudden you got him and Beth and like, how's it, bruh? Yeah, it's cool. You know, and, and all of a sudden they're picking up this Hawaiian dialect and it's like. The pigeon. They're speaking pigeon. You, you're not even. You're not even Hawaiian, dog. You're from Texas. Yeah, you're from Texas. Mahalo. Dog. Mahalo. First of all, do you, I don't care where you get these names from. Well, even if somebody were to like call you dog all the time, what up, dog? This and that. Would you be like, you know what? That's my name. So and so called it. Called me dog. I feel like that's what everybody should just call me now. I'm gonna get myself a moniker. I mean, I happen to be a bounty hunter. My friend just called me dog. I can make something of this. You got any bleach? It's like, let's calm down, dude. And I think some, somebody named Snoop Dog. They he got the name Dog and he rolled with it. What's his real name? Like Irvin Casey or something? I don't know. I don't know. Calvin. Calvin. That's right. That's close enough to Dog. At least you know, Dog's real name is Dwayne. I mean, at least it starts with the same letter. Yeah, but at least Snoop Dog actually looked like a uh, a Doberman. He actually looks like a dog. And he put it in the first video. He looked like a dog. He looked like a... And his mom or whoever called him Snoopy. So he just put it together, Snoop. But remember, nobody calls him Doggy Dog anymore. It's just Snoop now. Or Snoop Dog. They kind of like... There came a point in the first several years where the doggy just kind of got omitted. It used to be Snoop Doggy Dog. Right? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? But, but isn't, isn't Dog gone now? Isn't he Snoop Lion? No, I think he came back. I think oh, he, he reverted back. He got bitten the dog by the lion. He went back to dog. But you know, nevertheless, I, I feel that that dog's pass. I mean, it sounds like uh, this reporter went ahead and revoked it live in the interview. Like, oh, you can't you can't use that with the brothers anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's going to have to go. But I was I was always impressed because I was going to say at the time, but I think it's current now that you're probably the blackest guy that I know. And so for you to have never dropped that, that word ever in my presence, ever in your presence. Yeah. Like, like you've never, it's not something. Why would I, I do it? Why would I do it in front of you? I, I mean, know. if I were to do it, I want to do it in front of you. Well, I don't know. I thought, I thought maybe I, 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 I thought maybe I was, what are well, you like? I, no. I'm actually more scared to do it in front of people like you, because then it's like, okay, we got it now. He's, he's, he's one of us. <laughs> Like then I'm gonna be hearing it for the rest of my life. No, no, and it it's gonna it be a hard R. Makes no, me it was it was that you know like talking about your balling and shit. Like I just figured it was, it was part of uh, your 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 nomenclature. Like that's just, but it, you never, you never said it, and I you know. No, I don't. I don't use it. I'm very comfortable around uh, uh, black people. I was actually on the phone right before the show with a with a good friend of mine. Don't be dropping color love, cards right now. Don't be. Oh, no, um, I just, I, I got to tell you, I, I fucking love calling her a black ass. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nothing. She's like, like call her all terrible types of things. Never the N word, but everything else. I really just kind of go, really kind of let myself free. 
Oh, and it's the funniest fucking thing, but she knows I'm doing it uh, as a joke. She knows I'm not earnest about anything. She calls me terrible things as far as being Jewish and a redhead. And I think it's the funniest fucking thing because it's just fun. It's just, you know, friends jabbing at each other. But there's something completely off limits when it comes to using the actual N-word that it makes me very uncomfortable. It's my, uh, it's my liberal white guilt. I, I have to admit, I think there's something deep rooted in me, especially being uh, raised by the bedwetting liberal fucks that I was raised by. They got me early. They embedded that shit. And it's there. Oh, I, I mean, it's a, uh, it wasn't, there was definitely nothing that was a, uh, allowed in my household. That, that word was growing up. That was not ever allowed to, to, to be said that that wasn't, that just wasn't, that just wasn't how it was. I mean, my, when my mom worked for the police department, me growing up, you know, my, my babysitter was one of her friends uh, was another dispatcher that worked out of Montebello, but they had, you know, sometimes the hours would shift and Hey, watch my kids. I'll watch your kids. That type of thing. And she, she was black and there was no different. I was over there. She treated me the same. I, I didn't know any difference. All, all, you know, any of the, the shit that I know or have seen or heard all come from movies. Fucking that shit. I, like I wasn't, I wasn't like really around. They're like, no one was like racist in my family to like be around. Well, I think all this stuff gets learned later on. I remember having friends of all cultures, all backgrounds when I was a kid. And all of a sudden there was like, I really think like, there's a psychological shift that happens, especially when you're learning about history and the teacher's pointing out that you're different from somebody else and somebody else is different from you. And then we start looking at each other like, oh, oh, I didn't really think about it like that. I just thought you were just black as fuck. I didn't even care. Now I guess we're supposed to care. And then all of a sudden, like my buddy, Mike and my buddy Jamar, they're saying the N-word on the playground. And I'm like, oh, that's different. They, they never were. But they're not saying it with an R. Okay. I guess so. I don't think I'm supposed to do that. But I guess they got the thing going. And then if there's a, there's, a, there's a thing. There's this like paradigm that happens where this learned response gets kind of ingrained into like the young person's psyche. And then all of a sudden there's a difference. Then it becomes like this, excuse the term, like this tribal thing where it's like you, most people are going along in their group and the other people are going on in their group. And now there's a division where before it was like, nobody gave a shit. I still think like I have that. I don't give a shit mindset. I mean, I'm not colorblind by any means. I could recognize that you're a fucking redhead. And so-and-so Joe Schmo over there is a fucking black guy. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think that makes you I don't think that makes you less of a person, you know, because you're, you're you know, I, well, to be honest, let me back up. I think anybody who's not a redhead uh -oh. is a less um, less than a person. Let me I was going to say, yeah, coming so, come from a couple of redheads yeah, sitting on the top of the booth. Yeah, I look down on all of you. So you are all, all equal pieces subjects. of shit in my eyes. Yeah, all, all the subjects. All you guys are great. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't care. You know, it's just. It's, it's, it's odd because where, where I went to school and I think that that's like, you know, I had people ask me, well, you don't have any black friends. And it's like, I, I didn't grow up with any, I, when I went to school was 
all Mexican. It was Pico Rivera. It wasn't like a huge African-American population, you know, that was happening over there. So there wasn't, you know, it's not that I chose not to have friends. It's just that there was never, wasn't around. Terrible. There was Wait, you, you went to the market? You didn't get any plums? It's like, well, it's a, not that I fucking hate plums. I just there's no up. plums. Uh, did you know it's winter? It's not fucking stone fruit season, asshole. They don't have them. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 how it was. And then obviously, when I when I went to high school and came out to Arizona, that was a completely different shift because you know the schools that I went to in California were predominantly Hispanic. And then, you know, there was there was some some African-Americans and then some white kids coming out here and going to high school it was predominantly white, a few Hispanics, very few African-Americans. And then you had Native Americans mixed in there. One of my best friends during high school was Native American. You know, it was like one of those things you just click with who you click with. You know, yeah. I've had I've had jobs where, you know, I've worked with people who were not the same color as me, got along great, but it was just never one of those things like, hey, after work, you want to come back? Because it was just different, different music. I'm into heavy metal and shit like that. I don't like hip, like there was nothing to, to connect on to have a friendship outside of as an adult, right? I, I, I like old ass country and heavy metal. Yeah. No, I don't listen to Jay-Z. I, I, I don't care. I don't like it. You touch on something very interesting that I think is uh, somewhat... Uh has a uniformity across the board. It's not about your melanin levels. It's not about where you're from. Uh, it's not about who your daddy is or how much money you have. It's really about what the fuck you listen to. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's how you make your friends. That's exactly. I've said that a thousand times on Facebook. I don't judge people by the color of their skin. I judge them by their music. Yeah. And if you're listening to shitty music, I probably ain't going to hang out with you because it's not yeah, something I'm not going to get down really with it. You might happen to be a black dipshit, but that didn't factor in until I knew that you 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 listen to fucking uh, Matchbox Twenty or whatever the fuck it is. If you're a U two fan, probably, you're probably ain't chilling. Probably ain't chilling. I'll never... would, look, you put on U two around me actively, like not by accident. I'm not talking about like going through the radio while we're driving. Oh, oh, here's some U two. That's an accident. Like if you actually be like, let's hear a little with or without you. <laughs> I'm grabbing that emergency <laughs> break. Yeah. It's uh yeah, we're oh. there's not many things that are repellent in my it, mind, besides like terrible fucking you two. Well, I mean it's it, and, and that's just it, is I think that, that it's I would like to I would like to 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 get a hold of Harvard or whoever these fucking people are that do these studies and research. And I'd like them to look into that music thing, because I think if more and more people could, I think that that's where you're going to find your your commonality. Right. Like chances are like you asked me, oh, did you watch The Wire? Nah, not one of my shows. Right. So I'm not butthurt about it. You're not butthurt about it, but it's I'm it's married it, to The Wire. It's the same. I don't care. I watched it. I liked it. It was good. No, I'm saying that, like, if you don't have things that you can find in common with someone you're going to hang out with, chances are you're not going to hang out with them, right? Yeah, but the thing is, TV shows are not that important. No, like, music is fucking what's important. You're going to have that shit important. playing in the background and whatnot. Like, my, my, my wife lo loves hip hop, loves hip hop, loves dancing, loves the old school shit. She knows 
Dude, I guarantee you, any song that you played, she would know. Yeah. Me, I don't like dancing. I don't like hip hop. I don't like clubs. It's amazing she married me. Our only connection was is she liked newer country and she liked heavy metal, but she likes all music, you know? And so where me, I'm, no, this is the music I like. I'll hang out with people that likes this type of music. That's cool. But I've probably robbed her of many of times of going to the club and dancing and doing that because that ain't me. Oh that ain't God. me, Jack. Homie, my, my lady, she had tickets for tomorrow. For and we talked about this, like the blink, you know, the that that blink one eighty two sound, that kind of like that neener neener kind of uh, pop punk, punk rock. Oh my god! So we had tickets to one of those shows tomorrow, and fucking thank, and I and I kept on asking her for the last week. I said, "Oh, are we really going out to Anaheim?" Oh yeah, she's been waiting for this because it got canceled during COVID, and she told me. A year and a half ago that she had these tickets and i was like back then i was like fuck so when it got canceled a year and a half ago i was like oh my god thank god thank you covid yeah <laughs> god thank you COVID. I, you know what i think i started covid because i actually asked for something to happen so i didn't have to go to this fucking show that's why you were trying to get sick with this respiratory shit right now that's why you you knew that it was coming up again you're like let me i'm just yeah. get a pack let me get a pack of half of, of cools in and yeah so I, I'm I'm doing my stretching at the end of my physical therapy today, and uh, she says, oh, "Bad news. They canceled the show tomorrow. So and so can't get back into the country." And I was like, "Oh man." Cue fake empathy. Oh shit, baby, you I okay? Really to, <laughs> I really wanted to drive an hour in traffic to go to Anaheim to stand around being paranoid for three hours about getting a disease that I'm fucking deathly afraid of just to hear some fucking shitty whiny music. That sucks. I'm just, sorry to hear that. See, when you say like Blink-182 type music and you at that concert, I just see you being the most uncomfortable person there. Just like, just, you know, like the old guys, like... Mm. Looking we, at the wall. We, we, we've been here, we've been here 15 minutes. I'm good. I used to be that guy. I don't want to ruin it for her. So I I get into it. If she wants to jump around, I'll hold her hand while she jumps around. I can't jump anymore, but I, you know, buying her drinks, get her a Miller Lite. You know, as long as she's comfy and happy, I don't give a shit. I'll endure anything. I don't care anymore. Right. But I have a preference. <laughs> and thank God he met that preference. Bears. Bears. <laughs>